to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. Uh, this is Marin. This is Emily. And this is Remember, Remember Twilight. Twilight. And today we have a very, very special episode for you to listen to. We have been gifted the wonderful opportunity of interviewing the amazing Lissy Andros (laughs) of Forks Chamber of Commerce fame. (laughs) (laughs) And if any of you know Lissy, recognize the name, she is in fact the director of the Forever Twilight and Forks Festival. This is very exciting because that's a big, big deal to us and to Forks and to the Twilight community. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for coming. We're so excited to have you. Any uh, Anytime we can talk to someone actually in Forks is like a, <laughs> a special gift unto itself. So just sitting or seeing you sitting in your office, I'm just imagining it raining outside, whether it is or not is irrelevant. It I'm is. The rain on your window and yes. we don't have that here. So it kind of brings an extra specialness to the episode. I agree. (laughs) So it is raining. It has been raining. I want it to stop raining. (laughs) You can send it our way. We'll take it. Oh, we need it. Um, So we have a couple of questions prepared for our talk with Lissy today. And I'm going to just tell you all, we did this interview two years ago before the world ended. Oh my gosh. And things went wacky. So we're so happy to be able to do it again in a more stable (laughs) time of life but Lissy really has such a cool story so we're gonna let her do most of the talking we're just gonna sit here and enjoy um so our first question for you is just if you can inter- um, interview <laughs> <laughs> can you interview yourself, you just interview yourself? No. 
If you can introduce yourself and how you're involved in the Twilight community. So I'm Lissy Andros. I'm the executive director of the Forks Chamber of Commerce, and I became the executive director in December of 2012. I had worked here about a year and a half prior. Um, I got the job with the chamber due to the influx of lodging taxes that the Twilight Saga had brought to Forks. So because of Twilight, I got the job here at the chamber, which is amazing to me. Um, I moved to Forks in December of 2009. I was a big Twilight fan. I felt like I was late to the party. Um, I, I read Twilight in 2008 after the first movie had come out. I didn't see the movie until I'd read all the books. So I didn't want to be jaded when I was reading the, reading the book. So I saw the first Twilight movie on January 1st, 2009. And I lived in Forks on December 15th, 2009. So that's why I started living here. And I wanted to move to Washington after reading Twilight. And I didn't think I would be able to live in Forks because Forks was such a small town. But when I came to Forks in September of 2008, yeah, I'm sorry, September of 2009 for the Stephanie Meyer Day weekend, I just fell in love with the quaintness of Forks and the people and the area. And so I lived here a few months later. So what? That sounded like to me was you're living all of our dream. <laughs> I was going to say, everyone always <laughs> jokes that they're just going to move to Forks and find a job and work there. But you actually were like, you know what? <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> yeah, I got really lucky because the timing was just really good in my life because I was planning to move anyway. I was just looking for someplace that didn't have too much snow. It was a lot cooler than Texas. So Washington seemed like it made sense to me. Washington was like a foreign country, though. I, I never imagined myself going as far away as Washington. But, you know, I love it up here. And then when I became the, the chamber director, we had still so many Twilight fans coming. And around 2015, the chamber decided that they wanted to step back in and take over the Twilight Festival in a more organized fashion. And so um, myself, along with Jack Morrissey, um, we created the Forever Twilight and Forks Festival. It used to be just called Forever Twilight and Forks. But when we added the collection, which is open year round, we do make the distinction now it's the Forever Twilight and Forks Festival and the Forever Twilight and Forks collection. I just got this like overwhelming feeling that I think so many people are going to love to hear this story. I just feel like so many people do have the dream of like, what if I could start over somewhere that I've dreamed about starting? And they don't know your story. They just know that you are an important Twilight figure and that you live there and that it's uh, something you do and are passionate about, but they don't understand that it's like you made the choice to kind of make your dream, your own dream come true. And I just think that's a beautiful thing. I, I really Thank admire you. that. Well, at the time, I think it was just lack of sense. So I just didn't know any better. So I thought, oh, I'll just move to Forks. And I came up here with 12 dogs. And my mom and never thought about the rainiest town in the contiguous United States and having 12 dogs. So that was pretty miserable. <laughs> but um, when I got up here, you know, some people in town turns out want to be one of my best friends now, but she said that they called me that tr crazy twilight girl, you know, when I moved to town. So, you know, even back then, you know, not very many people were actually moving here because of twilight. But since then, you know, I know several people who have moved here, several work here at the visitor center because, you know, once I find out they're big Twilight fans, I don't let them go. I 
bring them into my inner circle and keep them there. So, yeah, okay. Maybe. So what you're saying, you're saying is we have a chance. <laughs> oh, you're hired. If you come here, you're hired. Ah, yes. You guys heard it here first. <laughs> that sounds so amazing. Yes. So we did find out how you ended up in Forks. I want to know, what is your favorite thing about the city of Forks? My very favorite thing about Forks is the people in Forks. I mean, it's just a really great group of caring individuals. Forks has so many things that we do to promote our town and promote our community that we feel very fortunate. Um, for example, this past weekend was the Clayton Valley Scholarship Auction. And that's an annual event that's been taking place over 50 years that raises money for Forks High School graduate graduates and Clayton Tribal School graduates. And I think this year, because they weren't able to do it live the past two years, they did a one-day auction. And normally, well, I say normally, normally recently, they were raising about $100,000 in two days. And that's from Forks residents. Oh my gosh. To put towards these scholarship auctions. And Forks, the Forks community always steps up for the community. So this year it was a one-day auction and $90,000 was raised. And that's in the Forks community. So Forks is a very giving place. Forks is a place that, you know, if you have a problem, there's someone that's going to help you. So I think that's what I love most. Now, a close second is the beauty. I love the beauty of the area. I love the fact that I can drive down La Push Road, look into the trees and feel like I see a wolf patrolling. You know, <laughs> it's just so magical here. And it's just a beautiful place to live. I do love the rain. I do get kind of annoyed with it at times, but for the most part, I love the rain. It makes everything super green. Stephanie Meyer really hit the nail on the head when she portrayed Forks in the, in the area. I've never seen so much green and so many different colors of green. And, you know, when it comes to the summertime, you, you really appreciate all that rain you had because everything's so beautiful. I love that. That is so amazing about the scholarship fund. I, it is. I, even known that that was something that happened. I love that. That's so mm -hmm. sweet. That makes me emotional to think that there's so much support from the community for the community. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And you know, we don't live in a big town or a big city, but we, I wouldn't think of something like that here. You know, I, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sure stuff like that does happen, but that's, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. that's, that's incredible. I love that. It is. Yeah. It's a huge sense of community. We were really fortunate that, um, we did have the one day together um, to do the, the event. So we're looking forward to next year doing a regular two-day event for sure. Yeah, you talking about that made me think of something because uh, me and Marin, we went to Forks just before you did in 2008, the fall. Uh -huh. And it was a couple years before we went back again, but it was kind of as the movies were wrapping up. And the difference between the first time we went and the second time we went was so huge in just those few years and so it got me wondering as the director of the commerce of, or the chamber of commerce how much of your day-to-day -day work is um just like forks related and how much is twilight related well one of my main jobs as the chamber director is to promote forks for tourism so the city of forks pays the forks chamber of commerce to be that entity that promotes forks so my job is probably about 80% tourism related, whether that's communicating with visitors, communicating with businesses, working with our marketing team and so forth. So, you know, and a lot of that is also Twilight related. So I'm so lucky because I get to talk Twilight to people and I get to meet really nice people. That's probably the best part of the job is all the super nice people I've met. 
and from all over the world. So now I have friends from all over the world and it's an amazing feeling. That's so cool. So what, let me ask you, what was different from the first time and then the next time you came? To sum it up, I'm going to say signage. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like the first time we went, it was 2008. So n- not very many people had either read or seen, or I don't even think the movies, I don't, we hadn't seen the movies. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe they weren't. I think it was right before the movie came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we were definitely obsessed with Twilight already. And it just seemed like it was straight out of the book. It's mm-hmm. straight out, it just seemed like small town, not a twilight city. Just there were a couple of twilight things. There was the map. There was a couple of signs, not very many. But then the next time we went in 2011, mm-hmm. I had a tiny baby and it was, it was twilight. Like uh-huh. the, the city was all twilight all the time. We yeah. were like, okay it came it came oh, yeah. <laughs> it was very it was different it felt different I think that by then the high school was different also mm-hmm. and so that was a little um different because mm-hmm. and I liked that we were able to see it before it was before they had the new track and everything but mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was pretty different yeah but like the core of it is still the same because mm-hmm. you go to Forks now and it still has all of the Twilight branded feeling that it did that second time. But as soon as you step out of a building into just the city, Mm -hmm. it still has that same book feeling to it, which I think is something that's really cool is you can kind of contain the Twilight inside. But when you go out, you know, you step outside a building and it's just green and raining and you feel like Bella. I do. I love that. I love that feeling like you're like, I, I am, I am like Bella. I feel like if I didn't know about Twilight and I went to Forks, I would be like, well, what's this Twilight thing that I see sporadically throughout the city, but it's not enough to make it feel like, what is, is this a tourist city? It feels just comfortable and homey. And I think that's why people want to move there because they don't feel like the city is contrived. It's just, it's so peaceful and sweet. I don't know. Well, one of the comments that we get about Forks after people leave is they get the feeling, and I had the same feeling, that Forks was the hometown they never had. Mm-hmm. So they have a real sense of being here, and Forks is very endearing to people. And I think that it gives them a real sense of place when they're here, and, and it gives them a place to miss when they're not here. And, you know, if you've moved around a lot or, you know, maybe you've just never lived in a town where you felt that connection, people feel that with forks. Yeah, I just a real quick a story. Last year when we left after the festival, I think that we stayed there for, t- we left the Tuesday after, I don't know, but it was like, it was just a, r- a rainy morning. Most people had left already and we just kind of got up and had a slow morning of getting packed and getting ready to go. And I decided to go get some coffee and dump some postcards in the mailbox. And so I just walked around for probably a half an hour or 45 minutes, just walking around the city. And it was so peaceful and people were waving at me in their cars. And I'm like, I don't live here, but thank you. Hi. Like, it was just so sweet. It just really did feel like I belonged there, even though I didn't, I wasn't from there. It was really right. nice. It. <laughs> when in reality it was all the locals being like thank you for leaving sending <laughs> your money <laughs> we appreciate your money <laughs> bye you know i think that most of the locals also have had a very similar experience that i've had it, which is they have met the nicest people here that come 
maybe once or then they become repeat visitors and, and then they become like family. So, you know, it's, it's a really great group of people that come to Forks because of Twilight. And we do get quite a few people who've never heard of Twilight. We call them Twi-Curious. And <laughs> once they get here, they want to experience some of the Twilight stuff because when in Rome, you know, so um, I think that even people who haven't heard of Twilight, once they come to Forks, they become fans of Twilight in some way. Yep, I love that. <laughs> Let's move on to this question. So, Lissy, can you tell us a little bit more about what exactly the Forever Twilight and Forks Festival is? And you already kind of covered how you got involved with it, but just a little bit more about what exactly the whole weekend is for. Yeah, let's talk about the festival. <laughs> well, the Forever Twilight and Forks Festival is a four-day gathering, and it's kind of like a family reunion. And it's um, a time for Twilight fans to come together and just totally geek out on all things Twilight. So we try to do things that are fun and whimsical. We try to do things that really immerse you into the, the feeling of Twilight. We want to do dress up parties because we know in our day-to-day -day lives, a lot of us don't ever really get a chance to dress up and be glamorous and so forth. So we, we do that. We have a Twilight Saga actors that join us and tell us about their experiences, you know, filming and they hang out with us. We do a book like a autograph signing and um, photography event. And anyway, just try to bring as much Twilight love together in four days as possible. And it's fun to plan. It's exhausting during the event. We start planning immediately after the event is over for the next event. So we plan for almost a whole year for this. And we just try to really build on, you know, what people have had fun with and, you know, make it more and more every year without being too much. So we want you to have time to also visit the rainforest and have those experiences together with your friends. But we also want to make sure that we have plenty for you to do within the schedule so that, you know, if you're coming alone, you know, you have a chance to meet people and, you know, make more twilight friends and so forth. So it's just, a, it's, it's an excuse to do more twilight stuff. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I love the excuse to be there. I also want to say that as far as last year went, and that was the first and only time I've been so far, um, I felt like the balance between activities and downtime was pretty much perfect. And I didn't feel like, oh, I have to go do every single thing. It just felt mm -hmm. really kind of relaxing. <laughs> Even though it was very busy, I was very tired and I was, I had things to do. I didn't feel like I was going to be really upset if I didn't go to this one thing because there was also all this other thing and I loved it. I thought it was the perfect balance. Thank so. you. Yeah, I love the description of it being like a family reunion because that's really the vibe. Yeah. I mean, we went there and um, like I met people that I've been friends with online with for almost two years at that point. And like just <laughs> being able to spend time with the people was mm -hmm. perfect. And just being able to go do a Twilight activity was just like the cherry on top. Yeah, it was wild to just show up to get our bags and our tickets and, you know, turn around and oh my gosh, is that so-and-so yes it is and then just running and hugging uh -huh. and that you it was perfect the family reunion is exactly what it felt like mm -hmm. but more fun <laughs> <laughs> it's a family reunion with all your favorite cousins yes. yes I like that you know another opportunity um that the the festival brings to the town is it allows us to um, give some exposure to our nonprofits in town and give them a chance to show what they're doing and maybe do some fundraising. 
We try to bring in as many local vendors as possible. And we do, most of our vendors are from the Forks, Port Angeles area. So the Forks has kind of a mentality that if you want it, you can make it happen. And that's really what it takes for this festival, because it's not easy to plan something like this as remote as we are. You know, when people contact me about moving to Forks, I say, you know, just to FYI, we're two and a half hours from the nearest mall. (laughs) You know, so, I mean, we are remote and, you know, it's just, it gives Forks so many opportunities to show our best side and, and have people come and enjoy the town and so forth. And then hopefully they'll come again whether that's during the festival or not, you know, we just, you know, love to have people come back. And we always tell people the most beautiful time to travel here is when it's raining. And I am the only person at the festival, I think, who is upset when it rains. <laughs> Everybody else is thrilled. And I'm like, no, I don't want rain this weekend. We were standing outside waiting for our turn to meet Peter Facinelli last year. And it, it wasn't raining, but we were soaking wet. <laughs> And I, I, my husband called me and I'm like chatting with him and he's like, how's it going? Is it rainy? And I was like, no, it's not really rainy. And then I just looked at my jacket and my hair and I was like, wait, is it raining? It is I'm soaking wet, but it's not raining. It was just kind yeah. of like lightly misting all over me. <laughs> now, and that's what Stephanie Meyer talks about when she talks about uh, Bella coming to Forks. Bella goes, gets out of um, her, her, the truck at the high school and she says, the rain is not coming down. It's like swirling around me. Yeah. And, you know, for her to really nail those, um, those details, never having been here is really amazing. I mean, I think she really channeled her inner, you know, forks person to really get that information because it, it's just really true. And I just want to say about the festival last year, you know, last year was a really crazy, crazy, crazy time. And I just have to say that I listened to hearing damage for like seven weeks on repeat. And uh, I was in a really weird headspace by the time the festival happened. (laughs) It took me a while to be able to listen to hearing damage again. But we were really happy because um, after our festival last year, we didn't have a single COVID case connected to us. I know. Um, I thought about that too. Yeah. and, And, you know, we had a great time and it was a really positive experience for a lot of people. And I think it's just what people needed. And we're really excited this year to have, you know, a more you know, normal throwback to a few years ago festival that is just um, people gathering together, having a great time and, you know, eating good food, listening to great music, uh, hearing podcasts live. So anyway, we're just super excited. I will say I, I mentioned that to Emily months and months later, because I didn't even think about it because I felt completely safe and like every precaution was cared for at the festival last year. I am a person who has been very cautious about the pandemic. I mean, like way more than most most people I know. And I wasn't worried about coming because I knew the precautions were being taken. Also when I was there and I, you know, would be standing in line for breakfast or something. And I would see you and your, and your teammates working and talking to each other about how, oh, we need to make sure that these precautions are being taken care of because there are people who are checking to make sure that you're, you know, keeping up with them or whatever. And I just felt so safe. And then I was said to Emily, like months later, I was like, I don't think anybody got COVID at this festival. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I just, it was so 
comfortable there to feel like I didn't have to worry about it. So I thought that yeah. you guys also did a perfect job with that too. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I not to be gushing, but it just felt safe and it felt nice. I didn't, I wasn't worried, not even a little bit. Well, we appreciate that. And we're going to take a lot of the same precautions this year, as far as our sanitizing and so forth goes. And, you know, cause we want everyone to stay safe and you know, the, what is it called? The con flu is very common. You know, you come back from one of these events and you feel like crud, we don't want that even, you know, so we're going to do everything we can to make sure everyone feels great when they leave. So, I mean, sad, but great. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to be sad but healthy <laughs> exactly okay I have a very important question for you okay if you can think of one what is your favorite memory from forever twilight in forks festival well my favorite memory um is one some people cringe at but um <laughs> so in 2019 I was driving Christopher Heyerdahl around I was his kind of caretaker and we were leaving Fern Acres, and I asked him if he needed anything, anything from the store or anything before I took him back to his cabin. And he said he wanted to make pasta, and he needed some olive oil. And I said, I had just gotten back from Volterra, Italy, you know, a couple of months before. And I said, I have truffle oil at my house. I, I would be glad to let you use my truffle oil. And he's like, oh, that would be amazing. So we drive up into my driveway, which is not too far from Fern Acres. And um, we stop and we look at each other. And I said, I'm going to run in and get it. And he said, do you mind if I come in? <laughs> and I said, well, would it be weird? And he's like, I don't think it'd be weird. So anyway, we went in and my mom was home because my mom lives with me. And when he walked in, my mom said, are you a Twilight fan? <laughs> Come on, I had no idea who he was. <laughs> he, he talked for a few minutes. I went out the truffle oil. I brought it back to him and I took him back home. But anyway, just that moment when we looked at each other and, and he's like, can I come in? And I'm like, would it be weird? That was kind of my favorite, one of my favorite moments. And anyway, so. I don't think that's cringy. I think that's the cutest thing. <laughs> I think it's super cute. And I also think it's just like a testament to your character about how you can just bring someone into your home and your mom's first question is just, is that a Twilight fan? As if it's like such a normal thing for Lissy to go find someone who needs to borrow something and just welcome them into your home. Basically, yes. <laughs> that is so sweet. But also I think some of my favorite moments are just spending moments or spending time with my um, planning committee and, you know, looking at each other kind of after some of the events going, oh my gosh, we did it. You know, we pulled it off. We made it happen. I mean, I think that camaraderie is also probably some of my favorite things about the Oh festival. yeah, I can imagine. That was, uh, yeah, that'd be really nice. <laughs> what are you most excited about for this year's festival? What am I most excited about? I'm very excited about our Sunday supper. Um, we were working with a local uh, Ho tribe a member who is a commercial fisherman and he also owns a business called where's the fry bread and he is going to catch salmon and then he's going to cook it and serve it for us so I'm super excited about that you know farm to table is very big and this is like river to table so we're super excited about it so I'm looking forward to that um just looking forward I think to the the Friday events at the Kitla Center I think that's going to be so much fun our big bazaar we're going to have 
And it's probably the biggest bazaar forks we'll have ever had, the one we're going to do. And um, we're super excited. The Kitla Center um, is co-sponsoring that with us. So, you know, we're hoping to have a lot of our forks nonprofits. We're hoping to have some of our Ho and Clute neighbors out there um, selling their uh, artisan wares. And, you know, just, I think I'm just super excited about all of those, but mostly just seeing people come back and, and being, you know, with my friends that I haven't seen in a year and, you know, and I would like to say this just for the record, when you come up to me, because I am really bad with faces, I'm good with names, please tell me who you are. I, and that's embarrassing. I don't want to, I, I hate to say that to people when they come up because I'm really happy to see them. And, you know, once you tell me your name and I can kind of put the two and two together, I'm thrilled to see you. But sometimes I don't always know who everybody is, which is kind of embarrassing for me. And anyway, I, but I'm so happy to see everybody. Can we just make that a standard in life? <laughs> <laughs> just hold your name badge up so we know yes. who everybody is. No, yeah. I love that. Also, I just want to put it out there that us and our friends who are coming with us, we are also very excited about the Sunday night fish dinner. <laughs> oh yeah, my biggest regret from last year is I never made it to the what the fry bread uh, stand that they had up. Yeah. All I heard all weekend long was how good it was and everyone was going back for more and oh I never remember there. So I'm very glad that it's like built into my schedule. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Me too. Yeah, we immediately were like, by that, we are going to that. <laughs> mm -hmm. really. We also have some really fun pre-festival events planned. You know, we, we do some other events on Wednesdays um, before the festival starts, just because we know people are in town. They're looking for things to do. They want to be with their friends. So we have a huge bowling party planned that the robe is going to host. So we're very excited about his participation in the festival this year. We think it's going to be just tons of fun. Um, we're, we have some other announcements coming up about some pre-festival events. And then our, our excursion to Nia, Nia Bay and Cape Flattery um, looks really good for September. So, you know, we're hoping to sell a few more tickets for that so that that tour will kind of take place. Um, but an amazing area up there for sure. Yeah, I got to meet the robe at the wedding last year. <laughs> and ever since then, we've just been all in a group chat chatting and he's one of the like most compassionate people I've ever met. It's insane to me how he'll just go above and beyond for people he's just met. Uh -huh. So I think that he is a great person. <laughs> to I totally him. agree. Yeah, we're planning on going bowling. Yes, we'll be at the bowling for sure. <laughs> nice. And we think or we hope that the drum circle will be able to take place. And if you've never been to a drum circle, you know, it's just really a very moving event and very heartfelt. And so I'm really excited about that as well. That sounds wonderful. So now I know you've had lots of different themes for the festival. And we're wondering if you still have like a dream theme that you haven't quite been able to do yet. What would your dream theme be? Well, I think my dream theme would be just all things Robert Pattinson and have him as our guest. <laughs> that would be my dream theme, not gonna lie. <laughs> we'll be there. <laughs> but I mean, there's so many fun things that we, we can do. You know, there's Midnight Sun related stuff. There's um, themes within the, the books and the movies we could do. Um, we love the Forks High School events and we know people like to immerse themselves when they're in Forks High School. So we have fun events we could do, you know, surrounding that. I mean, 
just, there's just so many that it's endless really. Yeah, I love that Stephanie went ahead and gave us a whole new book of opportunities. (laughs) It was very, it was a blessing for us as a podcast and for you as a, as a festival. It's just, thank you. Definitely. (laughs) Listening out there somewhere, somebody tell her. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so we know that your tickets are limited at this point in the year, which congratulations on that. The fact that you guys basically sold out within what was it like two days yeah that was very shocking I was bored I could not believe it yeah that's incredible so for the people who are listening now who have maybe been on the fence about going for this year can you tell them about what opportunities are still available for them and how they can best take advantage of the festival for this year Yeah, definitely. So we do have a waiting list for VIT tickets and party tickets. Um, So, you know, if you want to go to our website, forkswa.com slash FTF festival, you can get on our waiting list. Um, We're actually going to open a few tickets up uh, here in about a week and a half. And then we're going to do the rest of them on around May 30. Well, after May 31st. And then, you know, there's always possibilities that we might have more party tickets closer to the event, because really we have to work within our vendor boundaries. And if our vendors are not comfortable procuring food for, you know, 500 people and they're like, I can do 400, but 500, I probably can't because really even getting the stuff right now is a challenge. Um, So, you know, we have to work within those boundaries, but, you know, if you want to get tickets, you know, get on our waiting list. We have tons of free events. We have free events every single day that, that a person can come and take advantage of. And we have that in our schedule, like on page, I want to say like page four or five, we have our whole list of free events. So, you know, you might say, I want to go check out the free events this year. And then maybe next year I'll buy a ticket. Just remember, we always put our tickets on sale on January 1st. So, you know, in the past, I've told people, oh, they probably sell out around April or May. So now I don't even know. So I say, get your ticket on January 1st. And, you know, we offer a very easy payment plan. So you don't even have to have all the money on January 1st. You just have to have, you know, the down payment and then you have until May 31st to pay them off. So, you know, we're, we're very, we feel like we're very easy going with that. And we just want people to come, you know, and we want it to be as easy as possible on people to come yet still be able to plant an event realistically. So. Yeah. And for the record, anybody who's listening, we, Emily and I are performing a live podcast there and it's a free event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that it's, I think I'm very excited about that free event that you oh. can come and just see <laughs> us perform. Definitely. <laughs> and I know I've spoken to a couple of people who have only done the free events at the mm-hmm. festival and they said that they were entertained the whole time. They had plenty to do, still lots of time to spend with you know, new friends and friends that they're meeting up with. So mm-hmm. I would say it's definitely not, uh, there's no reason not to go if you don't have the full ticket. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, one of our first big free events for the weekend is our welcome event. And this year we're doing a pajama party. So, we're, you know, we're looking forward to having a fun pajama party movie watching session. And one of the things that I'm working on is I have a library of photographs um, all the way back from, of course, 2005, 2006 and so on that I'm gonna make a slideshow. And so whether you came last year or maybe you came in 2006, you might see yourself in the slideshow because Mike Gerling, who was the visitor center manager when I started working here, he was an avid photographer and he took pictures of everything, everybody. So, 
you know, we have a, a lot of really historical twilight pictures. And the thing that really grabs me when I see these pictures, kind of like what y'all were talking about with forks, is like nobody had a twilight shirt on, you know, everyone, I, there was just no twilight merch yet, you know, and it was just, it's just so interesting to me to watch and you know you might see somebody with a handwritten thing on their shirt that says forks or something but anyway very cool for me so oh I love that our first forks merch that we bought was just forks high school stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) back in 2008 (laughs) well uh there's a lady in forks her name is Jolene Winger and she was the very first person to make merch and she stood out in front of Schnick Pharmacy and sold it and one of the pictures that I'm talking about has her little, little tiny child with her. Well, that child just graduate or is about to graduate. She was doing the scholarship auction. She's a senior this year, you know, and it's just there, there's so many people that that Twilight has impacted over the years. So oh, I love That's that. So special. OK, now I know we're, we're almost done with our interview, but and this isn't one of the questions, so you don't have to answer it, but would you be willing to give any just slight, very vague hints of who we might be able to expect as a celebrity? I will even not put this in if you, (laughs) I just like, you don't have to, we don't need to know. I know it's company secret. Who can we expect to see this? Well, we have Eric Odom coming. He's our very best friend. He's and so we have fun. Brandon Christie, who is who's Team Cat guy. So we're super excited oh. to have Brandon. So if anybody other than that, you just have to kind of wait for our announcement. Sorry. Okay. okay. I'll wait. I'll patiently wait. <laughs> we will look through our actor and actress <laughs> roster and we'll just manifest. Yes. We'll- Vibing with, I guess. I will just yeah. constantly be refreshing the website. <laughs> we, we will definitely, hey, I'll send you an email and tell you when we pick somebody, but I still won't tell you who it is. Okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you. She'll just tell us that it has been chosen. <laughs> and then we'll tell all our, our listeners and we will just speculate. Yes. <laughs> um, well, Lissy, it's been so great catching up with you again. Anytime we get to talk to you is always so fun and we always get to learn new things, which I think is so exciting. Well, um, I, can, I, can I say one last thing before you let me go though? Yeah, I, I, just want, I just want to talk about the, the collection for a second. Oh, We're about to have our five-year anniversary for the collection. Oh, and congratulations. Thank you. And since we've opened in May of 2017, we've had over 45,000 people in the collection. And we are so thrilled that all these people have come and love the collection and come back and brought people and so if you have not been to the collection, make sure and come to Forks and make time to go to the collection. And we are constantly changing up the exhibits. So if you've been here already, make sure to come back and see the collection again. So just oh, super thrilled with the collection. absolutely fangirling out of my mind at the collection. I couldn't <laughs> believe the stuff that I could just imagine being able to reach. And, Beautiful, beautiful in there, gorgeous. Yeah, so let's see what's the best way for people to keep up to date with Forks as a town and just updates about the festival throughout the year. The best way to keep up with the festival is really in our Facebook group. And um, that's Forever Twilight and Forks, all caps. And our Instagram uh, at Forever Twilight and Forks. And then our Facebook page, our public page. So those are really the best ways to keep up. 
We are in the midst of doing a brand new website. So once we get our website um, refurbished, we will be um, having a bigger presence on our website as well. So yeah, or call me. You can just call me and ask me questions. I don't mind about that. (laughs) (laughs) Is there any last thing you want to tell our listeners? We, We actually do have many, many listeners who are coming. Um, and they're very excited and some, a lot of them, it's their first time and it's, it's so exciting. I think the only thing I would say is, you know, we are real people here at the visitor center and at the chamber of commerce. And really, if you are insecure or have questions, I'm just a phone call away. So please call me, email me, Facebook message me. I'm always happy to talk to you and give you insight or any help I can give you. Okay. Well, this has been such a pleasure. We love having you on the show. You can come on anytime. Thank you. <laughs> this is way better than last time. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have a little bit more experience now than we did back then. Yeah, we are just also real people. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Nothing scary around here. <laughs> um, and we have loved having you and we'll see you in September. <laughs> all right. And we yeah, love you guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at Remember Twilight Podcast at gmail.com. Send us a voice message on Anchor or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.